0: Hey, good morning and welcome to the Fantasy Blink, a fantasy sports podcast. I am Brian Baines and I am your host. It is Thursday, September 14th, episode number 656. Welcome into the show. It is a football Thursday. We've got, uh, yes, Thursday Night Football coming up tonight. Already uh, guys being ruled out. I might get to see some Rashad Penny. Uh, as a Philadelphia Eagle for the first time tonight, as uh, Kenneth Gainwell has been uh, ruled out for tonight, so we won't uh, see any of him. So it should mix up uh, mix up things in the backfield. Might see a little more DeAndre Swift if you didn't drop him after last week and his one carry and one route. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens there tonight. So min- Minnesota travels to philadelphia who is a seven point favorites at home over under on this one is 48 and a half <clears throat> i think i think that the vikings will be able to score some points like, can we get this thing to 48 and a half probably because uh, minnesota is not going to be necessarily stopping anyone they i guess they semi stopped a a Baker Mayfield-led Tampa Bay Buccaneer team last week, but but couldn't get the win. Philadelphia presents a little bit more, uh, more of a challenge on the offensive side of the ball than uh, Tampa Bay did. So I can see us getting to the forty-eight and a half uh, on the over/under on this one. A little, little more, little more offense. Um, we've got Kirkie in prime time, always a problem. So I'm going to take the Eagles to uh, to win this one outright and cover the seven points, and we'll get to the we'll get to that 48 and over and under. Minnesota guys, you can feel safe with. I mean, you you drafted Alexander Madison to play him in these in in all situations, so you're you're going to uh, you know hope Madison does a little bit more in the running game. Stays involved in the passing game. Hopefully, he gets into the end zone. Justin Jefferson will do his thing, although a little more, <clears throat> a little more of a challenge in the secondary for uh, coming up for him tonight. Uh, Philadelphia, I'm sure, will rotate guys around and and make sure he's covered. Jordan Addison had a pretty decent game. Got uh, got in the end zone last week, so you're gonna you're gonna play him. And T.J. Hawkinson, of course, at tight end, should be should be very involved Philadelphia should be ahead in this game so Minnesota should be playing the catch-up game and doing a lot of passing so you hope uh, as Madison owners that you will get uh, activity in the passing game for Madison on the Philadelphia side of course A.J. Brown Devontae Smith hoping for a Dallas Goddard bounce back Uh, yeah that was a big fat goose egg that he laid on you uh, last week out of nowhere and then, uh, of course, the running back situation. at Jalen Hurts is a <clears throat> every every week play, regardless. But this is a, a, an extra special matchup with uh, the lack of defense in Minnesota. So you've got uh, Hurts, Smith, um, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, and yeah, take your take your pick here. Do you want to uh, throw a dart? I'm assuming I haven't even heard. Uh, for sure, if Rashad Penny's going to be active for this one, one would one would assume with Gainwell being out that that he would be active, but it's not a guarantee. You're probably going to get some Boston Scott. You're going to get you know some DeAndre Swift in there, so the snap count and touches are going to be a little hard to predict at this time. So you know, take your chances uh, if you're rolling out. I think I, I think I would stay away uh, from the running back situation unless it was a desperation play and you feel like you have some sort of insight into where they're going to go with that but it could be just a flat out <clears throat> three three to four guy uh, shared load there in the backfield but we'll take we'll take uh, Philadelphia to cover the seven at home over 48 and a half points we've got Sunday I'm gonna hit my I'm gonna hit the Sunday morning games here Sunday morning games we've got uh, Packers at the Falcons this is actually an intriguing matchup of 1-0 and o teams in Atlanta uh, Atlanta is getting one and a half points at home with a forty and a half point over under so the big question we're all asking here around the Falcons right is can they can they get out to a fast start can they get a lead They're, They they threw the ball 18 times last week 18 total and one by two touchdowns so you're you're counting on a lot as a as an owner of any of the falcon players besides tyler algier and Bijan robinson by the way Cordarrelle patterson is back in practice again probably not going to to play in this one but the fact that he's back in practice just muddies the waters a little bit more there in atlanta but you're obviously playing those two guys drake london goosed you last week uh kyle pitts was far from spectacular but again when there's only 18 targets to go around he he caught two of them so he got uh, you know his his target share there if the Falcons can get out to a lead, they're they're going to run this thing into the ground like they love to do. Arthur Smith is it makes no bones about it, right? They could be uh, they could be up fourteen and it's over. They're just going to ground and pound and play defense and you know win the game. They could be down fourteen and Arthur Smith could still say we're going to ground and pound and play defense and try to get our way back into it that way. They just uh, are not a reliable team to count on for any sort of consistent passing whatsoever, and whether that's a, a, a lack of confidence in Desmond Ritter or whether that is just, that's just Arthur Smith. That's how he wants to roll. That's how he wants to win. And uh, the question becomes, can the Packers, they had no problem last week doing it, putting up a bunch of points against a, a not-as-good Chicago team on the defensive side of the ball, can they get some points up, uh, get themselves in a position to <clears throat> to have a lead in this game, and then force Atlanta out of their desired game plan, uh, which is to run the ball? You know, time will tell whether whether they can pull that off. Aaron Jones is is highly questionable for this one, which doesn't help uh, Green Bay's case at all. Not so much, uh, you know, A.J. Dillon. Is a fine replacement in the running game, but uh, where they really, where the Packers really, uh, really gained from the Aaron Jones experiences in the in the passing game, so uh, they could use that. Uh, Christian Watson sounds like he's a little closer to being ready, but uh, no, nothing definitive yet on on his return. Um, Romeo Dobbs was good last week, but he's a little dinged up now too. So then, do you go? You know. We go tight end here. Obviously, if Dobbs is in, you're going to play Dobbs. If Watson's in, you're going to play him. Uh, A.J. Dillon's a smash. If there's no Aaron Jones, I don't think you can play A.J. Dillon if if, uh, Jones is active. Uh, Jordan Love, you know, he's top... What was he? Top... Let's look at yesterday's rankings, right? Uh, Jordan Love, top three, right? He was top three quarterback last week. So... I think you're I think you're semi confident in running him out there. Although, if the game script goes, the the over/under on this one is forty and a half, right? So it's they're not expecting a lot of points to be scored in this one. So that makes me a little bit nervous. On the Falcons side, uh, if you drafted Kyle Pitts, you're probably playing Kyle Pitts. If you um, if you drafted Drake London, you're probably playing Drake London. Um, but there's nothing to indicate that the Falcons were concerned in any way about the lack of targets and the lack of uh, attempts in the passing game. So it's, it's one thing if the coach comes out after the win and says, yeah, we gotta, we gotta find a way to get so and so more involved in the offense or whatever. Yeah, Arthur Smith said none of that. He was perfectly content and will always be perfectly content as long as they're winning uh, to run the ball a hundred times, if they if they so desire, and if they can get away with it, so uh, it doesn't inspire a lot of confidence uh, across the board in the Atlanta passing game, uh, other than you know maybe maybe Bijan Robinson being involved there, but and Algier was actually involved in the passing game too. So yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons to win this game at home i called it last week i that uh, after their win they are going to win the nfc south and i think uh they have the recipe good defense really good running game seems like the offensive line is solid if they can stay with their game plan they're going to they're going to win some games Uh, not going to get them far in the playoffs when you need to score points but um, but it'll get them there they're gonna they're gonna be a playoff team so uh, falcons to win this game i don't know if they'll cover the one and a half it could be that close uh, and and i do like the under the under 40 and a half on this one could be could be a young way coup game Kahuna better get him in your lineup better better start that kicker by the way uh, quick update on the you know the insane kicker challenge right as i mentioned on an earlier podcast we're uh, under in an experimental year in insane where we have added an extra flex spot onto our into our starting lineup and you have a choice you can either a put a tight end wide receiver running back into that flex spot and run with an extra flex or or you can run with a kicker and see how that kicker does for you we had uh, out of 12 teams last week we had two count them two that uh decided to run the kicker out there and you know, I think I think both teams won, but it was not because of the kicker. Don't worry, I'm keeping data, keeping data uh, on on all of this, and I will report uh, throughout the season, um, maybe midway, and definitely we'll be reporting at the end. This seems very clear to me after week one, and maybe there will be some adjustments. I haven't even looked closely to see if how many teams still are rostering a kicker. Uh, but if we're running two out of 12 teams with a kicker, uh, every Sunday, uh, the kicker's going away. It's going to be, it's going to be gone next year. Um, uh, if those are, if, if that's how the numbers are rolling, because clearly, uh, even though it passed by a vote of seven to five to get rid of the kickers. And I did this as a, um, as kind of a way to pacify everybody involved to, you know, not to force anything on them that was not desired by everybody, uh, you know now now it looks more like 10 to 2 rather than 7 to 5 so if we continue with this trend and we roll without kickers and this could change obviously as bye weeks come about and benches get more shallow injuries all that um, we could see the the revival of the kicker but as of week one uh, 10 to 2 and again the average the average scoring output by the two kickers was about four and a half points so there you go four and a half points so run that kicker out there guys please your mama this week throw a kicker at me i dare you i double dog dare you to throw a kicker at me see see how that comes out right i'm ready i'm ready for you okay raiders at the bills the bills are eight and a half point favorites at home with a 47 and a half point 47.5 47.5 point over under on this one. Uh, yeah, you know, Bills are probably going to come into this a little angry. Raiders have to travel across the country uh, for a morning game. Uh, so I'm going to, and I like the Bills obviously here. Uh not going to mess with Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, Devontae Adams, you have to play him. Josh Jacobs, you have to play him uh jacoby myers right wide receiver what was he yesterday wide receiver four and we're waiting on his status to see if uh, he clears the concussion protocol if he indeed had a concussion um we'll wait and see if he's going to be active if he is not does that elevate hunter renfro whatever what happened to hunter renfro right this guy two years ago finished in the top he was a top 10 wide receiver in the league, and looked, he looked fantastic, right? A great route runner, great hands. Uh, him and Derek Carr had a chemistry uh, that was matched by maybe only Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams at that point. It seemed like they um, knew exactly what the other was going to do, and and they were on top of the world. And then uh, last year, whether it was a little injury bug that that got Renfro, and or whether it was uh, really, probably more more so. Devontae Adams coming in and kind of capitalizing all those targets that Renfro would get. So, I'd like you know, I I, I don't think he's become bad. So maybe Jimmy G gets a chance if uh, with no Jacoby Myers to uh, get a little more Hunter Renfro going there, right? Maybe, maybe. Uh, on the Bills side, obviously Josh Allen, um, James Cook. You probably drafted him to play him. I wasn't impressed last week, but you know it was pretty decent defense they played against on Monday night. So uh, they're not going to see that same resistance against the Raiders. Um, Stefan Diggs, of course, uh, you know take your take your dice and roll them at the tight end position. Dawson Knox or Dalton Kincaid, uh, you know they're probably gonna they're probably just gonna cancel each other out and have to chop it up. So making neither of them playable. Uh, and Gabe Davis, you're always you're you know always hoping to hit hit on the big one with Gabe Davis. I'll take the Buffalo Bills to bounce back, win this one, cover the spread at eight and a half, and we will go over the forty-seven and a half points. We'll start to see some uh, we'll start to see some points scored uh, this week. Uh, heard a stat, don't know. I'm not going to be exact on this one. You can look it up, you can Google it, uh, but I believe week one had right around. 60 total touchdowns, and a year ago it was like 79. Right, so it, the, it it didn't just feel like scoring was down, and it was kind of a blah week. Uh, it really was. They, there was the scoring was officially down. We got Ravens traveling to the Bengals. Ravens are one and oh Bengals 0 and one. Bengals are favorites. Favorites by three and a half points at home with a 46 and a half point over under. Um, yeah, I, I like the over in this one, first of all, even though the Ravens always roll out all these good defensive guys, but yet yeah, I guess they I guess they were pretty good against the Houston Texans. They didn't give up a touchdown. I think uh the Texans scored three field goals or something like that. But that's a kicker to have, I guess. Um, so I, I don't think they can stop the Bengals, certainly not the way that uh, Cleveland did last week. And Bagels will have something to prove. They're going to come out uh, ready ready to fire. Uh, big, big, big waiver. Big waiver day coming here in about an hour and 15 minutes in uh, Guillotine League. Yeah, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, that combo, is uh, sitting out there. So we're all kind of waiting to see uh, how big, how early, how big and early somebody's going to go and try to try to reel in that combination. Um yeah you'll have to wait and see uh i'm not super confident that i bid enough but i am reasonably confident enough in my team that i can make it another week without having to um without having to dump a whole bunch of money in there uh this week and and throw it early i like to kind of hang back and let, let things play out a little bit before I start throwing, throwing uh, big fab dollars around. So uh, yeah, big combo. But I think uh, Chase and uh, Burrow will, will rebound. T. Higgins is not going to get shut out two weeks in a row. Uh, didn't see a lot of Irv Smith involvement. We really didn't see any involvement. No Tyler Boyd uh, last week because uh, there was nothing. I mean, less than 100 yards passing on the Bengals side. So um, Joe Mixon, should uh, bounce back as well Uh, and hopefully the Bengals get in the end zone a couple times and make this a game so I'm going to take the over the over 46 and a half and I'm going to take uh, the Bengals to bounce back and get the win at home covering the three and a half Ravens go to one and one Bengals go to one and one and Cleveland will sit alone atop the NFC, AFC North after this one is all done. Seahawks at the Lions. This one is uh, very interesting. Lions 1-0. Seahawks 0-1 and looked awful in doing it and lost a couple offensive linemen in the process. Uh, a lot of people drafting. Geno Smith, uh, you know, kind of late in drafts, but he was kind of a sleeper, sleeper pick there uh, considering he finished top five last year as a quarterback. Uh, he did not deliver last week for us uh, in in the quarterback position dk metcalf got in the end zone tyler lockett was non-existent um kenneth walker zach charbonnet you know n- neither of them did enough to uh, to make you happy uh the lions defense looked pretty good against uh the chiefs and they are at home they are playing at home And they are six point favorites at home. When's the last time we've said that, Lions? Six point favorites. 48.5 point over under. So I'm going to say this one's going to be under because I think Seattle is not going to, uh, they're not going to score enough points. Just not going to score enough points to uh, get that total up there. The Lions will because, uh, I mean, the Rams. The Rams just put 30 up on Seattle last week in Seattle. In Seattle, keep that in mind. So the Lions, well, they they might get close to this 48 and a half themselves in this one. So I'm going to take that back. I'm going over. I'm going to go with the over on this one because the Seahawks can get it. You know, they can get something on the board, and the Lions are going to get a lot on the board. So uh, Lions are going to cover, and we're going to go over on the 48 and a half. See uh, how this is going? How this is trending? Uh, I am over, over, over three in a row after starting under on the Packers Falcons, uh, taking the Lions to crush it. In this one. And the Lions, of course, Jared Goff at home is a no brainer. Uh, yeah, David Montgomery, you're playing him against this defense. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, you're hoping for a little more involvement uh, and something in the end zone. And Amaronsa, or Amara, Saint, Amon Ra St. Brown, Sam Laporta would be the two guys that I feel like I could trust at those positions for the Lions. Colts at the Texans, Colts at the Texans, Uh, Texans are one-point underdogs at home with a 40-point over-under. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm taking the under on this one, not going to make it to 40. Oh, on the Colts, Anthony Richardson is still questionable at this time. And uh, I kind of like Richardson if if he plays uh, against this Texans defense. Um, Michael Pittman was good last week. Not messing with anybody in the running game for Indianapolis because we don't really know who it's going to be. Could be Zach Moss this week. Uh, uh, Deion Jackson was awful last week. Fumbled the ball a couple times. And I don't really trust anybody else in the passing game for the Colts. On the Texans' side, Nico Collins was good last week. Damian Pierce, you drafted him to play him. Uh, Should have a better week this week. Uh, and that's it as far as I'm going. I'm not touching Stroud. I'm not uh, messing with any of these guys. Texans will win the game at home with the under, and they will. Well, they're getting a point, so they're going to win it outright. Win it outright. And these guys will be Colts will be 0 2. Texans will be 1 1. Chiefs at the Jaguars. Little rematch going on of last year's AFC Championship game right, Uh, Jaguars are getting three points at home with a 51 point over-under, that is over, 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 and I'm going to take the Jaguars to win this game uh, at home against the Chiefs, get a little revenge, Chiefs are, you know, trying to find their, this is, this is what the Chiefs do, they start a little bit slow, and then they figure it out, and then their defense gets stronger and stronger as the season goes on, not sure if Chris Jones is going to play, or not, right? He's been he signed, but he has been out for the entire preseason in camp. So not sure if he's. I, I haven't checked to see what his status is. Um, but on the Chiefs side, um, yeah, Isaiah Pacheco, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, uh, hopefully is going to play, uh, and that's it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not risking it on any other Chiefs player because i just don't know you he, mahomes threw a ball to every guy on the team last week so he's just spreading it around nobody's somebody's going to hit but nobody's going to hit right you, you don't know who it's going to be on the jaguar side obviously trevor lawrence you're playing him travis etn uh you know, bigs B, you hope he falls into the end zone if you're playing him um calvin ridley had a great day fighting off a sneeze here i'm really really fighting off a sneeze so if you lose me for a second you'll know uh i should have a mute on this thing somewhere i got this soundboard in front of me and i i don't see a mute button on the thing anywhere which is funny should have spent a few more dollars on the soundboard i guess uh yeah like a cough button or something you know usually most of these fancy things have uh have those type of uh, features, but not mine. Nope. Doesn't have it. Uh, Yeah, as I was saying, Chiefs at Jaguars, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones, and, you know, most who have drafted Christian Kirk are, are playing him. And that might not feel good after last week. And you hope that he rebounds, but uh, he didn't. You know he wasn't on the field that much. Is kind of the problem. So it wasn't uh, a target issue. It wasn't drops. It wasn't. He just wasn't. He wasn't getting the same number of snaps that uh, the other guys were getting. Uh, Zay Jones is clearly the two there, and Kirk is the solidly the three. But Evan Ingram gobbles up a lot of those targets too. So uh, Jaguars win it. Jaguars cover the three, or they get three. Never mind. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna win with the three, and this this one's going over 51 points. It's gonna be a really good game to watch. Uh, probably the best game going in the morning games for sure. Bears at the Bucks. Yikes. Uh, yeah, on the Bears side, you 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 you've gotta play DJ Moore, but you're, you it makes you feel kind of gross because he didn't deliver last week. Um, you got kind of a mess in the in the backfield. Khalil Herbert didn't really deliver. Roshan Johnson, um, yeah, got a lot of work and actually was the leading fantasy point scorer for the offense uh, in Chicago. So he might be the one to slide in there, right? Might be the guy Deonta Foreman. Now, you know, he just didn't get enough work. Uh, the Bears were Bears were chasing too. They were down uh the whole game to green bay so they didn't get to uh, really establish much of a running game darnell mooney got in the end zone cole Komet was reasonably involved um and that's where you go on the bears side on the bucks side chris godwin mike evans was good last week um yeah rashad white wasn't good uh in the running game and and that's a game that they won game that they uh it it, it was close the whole way and Rashad White he was not efficient last year and he scored his points by being active in the passing game uh, and we didn't see much of that last week so you know worries me a little bit worries me a little bit uh as far as Rashad White goes and uh, I'm not playing Baker and I'm not messing with what is it? Kate Otten might be their tight end. Yeah, that's that. That's as far as I go. But I will take the Bucks to win this game at home. But I'm going to go under under on the 41 and a half. Uh, and uh, of course, you're playing Justin Fields. I think I missed that on the Bears side. Um, hoping that he can get get into the end zone and run a lot. Run, run, run. We round out our morning games, Sunday morning games, with the Chargers at the Titans titans are getting three points at home 45 and a half point over under this one should reach the 45 and a half uh the titans will try to run they will try and rightly so they should try to run derrick henry on 90 percent of all snaps um and, yeah, no no way i'm messing with Tannehill on this one uh deandre hopkins had a ton of targets last week but they weren't Great targets, but obviously you're playing DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Chig Conquo. Uh, maybe uh, that's as far as I go on the Titans side. You know, with Derrick Henry, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Chig Conquo. Uh, on the Chargers side, they're gonna uh, they're gonna try to pass all over this Titans team. Uh, that's where you that's where you're gonna beat them is through the passing game, through the air, um, and should be able to do it. The question is, can they? Uh, can they hold the Titans down enough with their what looked like a horrible defense last week, uh, with very little pressure on the quarterback? Can they hold the Titans down enough to uh, to to match them, right? Uh, Austin Eckler is questionable for this one, so be ready to fire in your Josh Kelly. Might even you might even play both of them if they uh, if. if they're both in because they certainly got enough work they basically split the snaps last week and Kelly got you a touchdown and 90 yards on the ground so uh, pretty safe play there Um, Keenan Allen yes Uh, Mike Williams you're playing him Uh, still not not ready on Johnston and not throwing Palmer in there as long as everybody's healthy Gerald Everett wasn't great last week Uh, Donald Parham actually got the touchdown so you got that to contend with. Seems like uh, Herbert, who who you definitely start, um, kind of like Parham a little bit better in uh, the passing game. So I'll take the, I'll make the homer pick. Take the Chargers to win the thing on the road, and uh, they'll cover the three points they're giving up. And we will go. We will we'll go over forty-five and a half. They're going to have Chargers going to have to go over 45.5 to get this thing done. So. Uh, that's what it will take all right yep that's going to do it that's the morning games the morning games i'll be back tomorrow with the afternoon games the evening games and we have two two count them two monday night games uh this week uh, kind of weird they used to for a while there they were doing two monday night games on opening week and now they've decided to do two on week two i think they did it last year as well so i'll cover all that tomorrow and have all the highlights lowlights no lights of the thursday night football game tonight we've got uh baseball getting close to winding down we're done in two leagues one league left mcboys of summer is uh is a daily battle eight to six anthony's still up on the daddy and uh, the clinging it was seven and a half to six and a half yesterday and ended in the, the day ended the day at eight and six so uh, i haven't looked really closely at the categories to see uh where there's uh opportunities for the daddy-o to maybe come back or what but I'll, i'll look a little closer maybe tonight and see uh you know if i can predict where this thing's gonna go which i really can't all right big night uh, counting crows in town gonna go see them tonight at the amphitheater should be a great show uh, been about 10 years I believe since the last time they were here and the last time that we saw them so it's gonna be beautiful it's gonna be a ooh gonna be a, a warm 86 degrees here in Bend Oregon today so it should be very nice and pleasant uh, for the show tonight and uh, looking forward to that so uh, so I won't get to watch a lot of football in fact i may not get get to watch any football but i'll I'll check in on all the highlights look at all the numbers and get them back to you tomorrow uh, as we uh, go through that and then break down break down the rest of sunday and monday all right it's a great day let's get it off to a fast start here on a thursday for the fantasy blink i am the commission i am out of here